quick disclaimer before we get started today. So there is a little part of this podcast at the end where we talk a little bit about SEX. Um, so if you have tiny ears in the car, we just wanted to make you guys aware before it surprises you. So I hope you have fun with us in this podcast. We sure did. Yeah. And find time to listen because there's some truth in that There is so much question. All right. Here we go. Sit down. Listen up. It's baby mama. Sit down. Listen up. It's baby mama. If you got kids and all that drama, sit down, listen up, it's baby mama. Sit down, listen up, it's baby mama. Sit down, listen up, it's baby mama. If you got kids and all that drama, sit down, listen up, it's baby mama. Hey, Okay, baby mama podcast episode. I've lost track. Nine. I yeah. feel like it's nine. We're gonna go with nine. Nine. Feels right. <laughs> okay. Well, if you haven't listened up until this point, go way back. It's been a little bit. We've actually been doing this for since Nom. Since what? <laughs> since Nom. <laughs> <laughs> feels Maybe not like quite it. feels like it. Um <laughs> but in a good way. Yeah, totally. In like a we love it so much kind of way. Yeah. Yeah. Um We've been doing this, though, for several months and having the best time. But if you haven't listened this far, my name is Kate. I'm a pediatric nurse practitioner, and we are joined by the one and only Sophie Perk. I don't know about that. Well, you're probably the one and only Sophie Perk. (laughs) That's true. No one else shares my name. Right. Um, Who is a nutritionist, guru, fairy, godmother, (laughs) angel. Thank you. Do you want me to keep going? No. I'll do it. Well, it's nice. <laughs> I'm kidding. You're like, no, what else that's am sweet. I? No. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Tell what, me more. That's what Chike does whenever I compliment him at all. He's like, what else? What else? Keep <laughs> He's it like, coming. Tell me more nice things about me. Keep it coming. I know. Um, so we are joined by another guest today. Can't wait. Which I'm so excited about. And if you don't know Becky Stamps, you should. Well, you don't. Well, now you do. I'm excited because I feel like you've talked this up so much. I have. I just want to listen. I am a high hype kind of girl. Like if I love anybody or anything, I just can't talk enough about it. That's awesome. I am easily influenced and I like to also influence (laughs) people. Every salesperson's dream. I really, I truly am. Um, So Becky is here. So I met Becky in college when I was a wee TCU undergrad. Mm. I know. And she just poured so much godly wisdom into my life and just made me want to love Jesus more. How'd y'all meet? How did we meet? Um, I, so she, I'll let you, so yeah, you can, you can talk now, Becky. I'm like, listen, <laughs> welcome. Hello everyone. Um, so, okay. So we met through a mutual friend, yep. Rebecca, mm-hmm. and you were, well, she called me and she was like, I'm looking for a Bible study. And she couldn't find one at TCU, which, sad TCU. I know. God very, bless TCU. Very, sad with your C representation. Right. Is it represented? Yeah. yeah, not much. Um, anyway, and so I said, I'll come and do, I'll come and do a Bible study. And yeah. so that's what we did. And Kate came. And then Gosh, I latched onto her like a leech. I was there too. I didn't even know. Yeah, she was. Yeah, we were there at the same time. But we didn't Never know met. each other. Oh, that's so sad. I know. You could have been in this. We I could have been 10 it. years down the road of a podcast, man, I'm telling you. Exactly. A long time coming. Um, but yeah, then I latched on to Becky. And yeah. I never let her go because we're. <laughs> and then we did her kind of like Ada. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Marriage counseling. Yeah, yeah. She did our. They did yeah. our premarital counseling. Aww. My husband and I. Yep. So good. 
and we're still married, so they did a great job. Well, it's working. <laughs> it's working. working. So we survived Disney. Yes. Right. Married. We did. We're still married. <laughs> All thanks to Becky Stamps. Yeah, surviving Disney Stamps. is a huge, you know. Truly. Yeah. Big, so Big feat. We share a little bit of like your background to, you know, like what led you and your husband to do those Bible studies. Mm-hmm. Who is Becky Stamps? Yeah. Who are you? Who are Becky you? Stamps. Okay. Um, my husband and I've been married 22 years this Aww, year. So congratulations. That is exciting. Yes. Uh, or real quick about us. We both, we have two kids. Okay. Both of us have two kids. We share them. Uh, <laughs> my daughter. Yes. And we just, uh, you this year them. or last year have two adult children. Wow. That's yikes. Weird. So my son Reese, he's a boy. 18. <laughs> I get that with Finley. Yep. So I get it. I'm like, let me just tell yeah. you. He's a boy. And then Abby is 20. Okay. And uh, she's actually at UNT. Oh, yeah. awesome. North Texas right now. Go and, Mean Green. Yep. Right? I have no idea. I don't know either. Yeah, it is Mean Green. Good okay. job. <laughs> I don't know much because she literally just started Friday. She's a transfer. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's exciting. That's awesome. Yes, it is exciting. So, and then my son will graduate this year. We're empty nests. I was just next about year. to say. Wow. What are you going to do with the extra house space? Well, I don't know. I, I was wanted to turn my daughter's room into a workout room. And she was like, ouch. No. <laughs> so I'm like, going to be so fit. <laughs> I go, babe, this would be so good for a workout room. So I was kidding. Not kidding. Kidding. So just yeah. like throw a couple like dumbbells in there. And yeah, yeah. that's fine. Yeah. She'll be fine. She'll be fine. She'll be fine. Yeah. Uh, she's Thrilling. only 48 minutes away. So she could come home at any time. I get that. I yeah. was in Keller, went to TCU and yeah. I came home every weekend. Yeah. So yeah. Probably too. Yeah. So anyway, we both went to Oklahoma Baptist University. Oh. Yeah. And our ministry Bible majors. So we knew, um, I mean, I can't say I, we had like a specific call to ministry, but definitely something got impressed upon our hearts to, um, just give our life to sharing the gospel and studying the word and teaching the word. So, and you're dang good at it. Let me just say you are sweet. You're sweet. I'm honest. I feel like I missed out on a lot. Oh, you do. Saying. You did. But <laughs> would it's you not like too us late. to start a Bible study? Please. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> I need it. Teach them all the time. I would. Yeah. You I would learn? be so about yeah. it. Yeah. I will, yeah. We have a lot of mom friends that would be interested. Let's do it. Okay. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. We should just, we'll go now. Bye Mes- everyone. <laughs> Direct message. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Taking sign up for Bible study. Yeah. Right. Yeah. DMs. So we actually met in classes. My okay. husband was a total mooch. He was paying for his own college and couldn't buy books. And so we met by him mooching off my books. Oh, <laughs> it's kind of funny. And we were best friends for two years. We didn't date at all. Um, didn't like each other. It's kind of funny. And then we got together our senior year. That was kind of me and Chike's story too. Yeah. Oh, it totally is. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So anyway, um, I need to look at you, Kate. I'm sorry. It's hard for me not to. Okay. A little bit. Um, so we, we went actually straight into the ministry right after we went to a church. I'm not going to name it right after, um, we graduated and we're in the ministry for two, almost two years. Okay. Um, in the church. Okay. So he was on staff as a youth minister and we thought that was our path, but it was not, it was very, it, we don't like, well, we haven't been for since then 22 years. We haven't been on staff at a church officially. We've just been doing ministry pro bono. 
Love it. <laughs> <Is> <laughs> a la carte. Without a name tag. Or, yes, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I love that. So um, we're like excellent, you know, volunteers church. We, we, we hope to be excellent volunteers. Oh, church. yeah, you are. Yeah. So anyway. I can officially say that for sure. Great. Um, I just, the ministry of availability is yes. definitely <clears throat> what the Lord pressed upon my heart years and years ago, just to be available for people and to teach. I love that. So. Seriously, so good. Anyway. And now you're in seminary. Oh, I am in seminary. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yes, I'm getting my master's. What? That's Just because she's a boss. There you go. That's what you'll do when you're an empty nester. Yes. So I've been in for two years. Wow. Um, I'm taking a break this semester for my son's second semester senior year, and I good feel for you. alive. <laughs> yeah. Do you have a lot of essays? Yeah. Well, yeah. so it's master's of philosophy. Oh. So most people are like, what? Um, that's a lot of thinking. It's a lot of thinking, a lot of reading, a lot of writing. Mm-hmm. That's all I do. My least favorite class at TCU. Sorry. It's <laughs> so funny. It's so funny. People say that all the time. Um, so my minor, I studied biblical theology. And so I wanted to round out kind of my, you know, my education by the, I wanted to really learn about the history of thought. Like, why are we where we are? What, what is the thinking behind of where we are right now in our culture and thinking in this generation? Cause I do a lot of ministry with Gen Z and millennials, um, mainly, I guess mine too. I'm a, I'm a millennial just at I the tad you're end. A millennial. I am, yeah, but at the very, yeah. very tad end, I'm like, you know, whatever. You're still a millennial. Yeah. You're so, in with us. I am. <laughs> so, and I do have some thinking like a millennial, which is good but to minister yeah, in, in that world. Totally. But anyway, so it's been, I, I, I teach a lot. A class I teach is biblical worldview. And, okay. um, a lot of it, I've realized so many things that I'll hear people say, I'm like, 600 years ago, a guy was saying that a dead guy and it's been debunked and why are we picking it back up? And so it's been interesting to, um, to read all of this. It's, it's all, there's nothing new under the sun. Um, is it hard to integrate the two? Because I feel like in a lot of ways, why I struggled with philosophy in college was it felt really against my Christian like background. And and it was hard for me. Like I, I don't know. Yeah. I just felt really like, well, so I think it's where you take your philosophy. Okay. Um, so I'm at a seminary. Oh, fair. That's fair. (laughs) So we do, I mean, we read a lot about pagan philosophers there though. The beginnings is definitely Christian or it's at least seeking the something behind like what's going on. So it's so interesting. it, It really is, especially when you're, um, you're thinking of it with a biblical background, okay. then you can look into it in a different way. With a different lens. Mm-hmm. That's fair. And it depends on your philosopher, you know, excuse me, your, your professor and what philosopher you're studying. Wow. So, but it's been super helpful. I'm about halfway through. Good <laughs> you, for you. Two years, you'd think I'd be way further no. along. No, are you kidding me? It's just been hard with teenagers, the busiest mm-hmm. time, so... I take about five to six hours a semester or three if I'm lucky. And to use your brain in that capacity as a mom, well, maybe, well maybe mm-hmm. you can speak to this, but maybe it'll get easier. <laughs> but I feel like I can't, can't even remember what I ate for breakfast. Yeah, same. You know? Oh, completely. I, I was just telling my husband, like, I feel a little bit sluggish this semester, like where I'm, I'm reading, I read a ton. And yeah. so uh, I think I have like three books I'm reading right now at the same time. And I'm like, I'm just feeling so sluggish and like, yeah. uh, and he's like, uh, you know, it's okay to not be, can, it's really challenged my mind. Okay. 
um, in a good I way. I mean, that's good. Sharpened yeah, it. Totally. I'm using bigger words. Oh, <laughs> I'm so proud of myself. Oh, I'm proud of you too. <laughs> but I definitely think I've been glitching a little bit too. I'm like, what? The other day somebody was talking to me and I was like, you know, those things, I can't stand them. What are they? Snow cones. And they were yeah. like, you forgot that word? <laughs> just a little. Just That's because like you're minute. thinking of like really large philosopher exactly. concepts. I was like, so I forgot snow cone. It's fine. <laughs> Maybe I need a little brain balance. Oh but my gosh. Anyway. So yeah. So all I have to say is that Becky is number one, amazing. But number two, such a resource for all things, you know, just knowing and loving God well and has raised to successful adults and we thought who better to speak about raising godly children and just being in tune with the Lord throughout the process of being a mom in all the different early stages I mean obviously we all still learn and grow like every day um but I just wanted to kind of get selfishly I wanted to get your um just your thoughts and any recommendations. So we had we have some questions for you. Mm-hmm. Are you ready? I'm ready. Are you ready to be put on the spot? I'm ready. I'm I all about that. being put on the spot. I love that. Let's do this. If it, if it's not, we'll just cut it out. Great. We'll cut. Just, yeah. We're really good at saying. <laughs> cut. We're really good at saying cut out, and we <laughs> we probably cut out like one percent of the things we say we're gonna cut. Yeah. So. Okay. Great. Yeah. Perfect. Um, okay. So number one, will we ever sleep again? <laughs> I love this question. Will we sleep well? You will absolutely sleep again. Okay. And you will have kids that you're like, where are they? Where did they go? <laughs> I swear They're still I in kids. bed. It's 11 a.m. Oh, that's my dream. Yeah. Is that for real? It's for real. Wow. Especially teenagers. Because you know how they need, they, they get as much yes. sleep now. I feel like my son during COVID, uh, he grew four inches. He wow. went from, and he also lost 40 pounds. Like, and I think it's because he slept like 15 or 16 hours. A night. Wow. He got the sleep that actually was required. Right. Yeah. And you know, teenagers don't get that. It's so anyway, it is amazing. Yes. No, they sleep. Um, I mean, things change. They go to bed way later. So yeah. that world's different. Gosh, by right. 11 a.m. I've already made like breakfast, two snacks mm-hmm. on my way to lunch. <laughs> exactly. Oh exactly. So no, three cups will, of coffee. And I will say, have you ever heard the thing? I think it's like you'll sleep when you're dead. Yeah. Um, my encouragement to you is enjoy these years and the phase you're in. Yeah. Yeah. Because totally. you will. And just think, just like with the gospel, we think forward to our eternity and that what's to come and that hope that we have there. And it keeps us through our day. Yeah. Um, that God has... The same thing with the baby that's crying right now. <laughs> okay, no. we're gonna we're gonna pause and grab Josie. So, so you will sleep again. I love that. Absolutely, it's something we all look forward to. Josie's back. Hey, Jose. She started to become very vocal nursing. She now. has. Oh, she I, just wants to talk about yeah. it. Yeah. She just. She, it's like that. You know, when you drink a good drink, you're like. <clears throat> <laughs> that's her. That's what she's doing. Okay. Okay. Um. So what were some of the challenges that you faced early on as a mom? Like, and then how did you deal with them? You felt like, what were some of the good ways that you dealt with them and what scriptures did you lean on? Yeah. Um, this is so easy for me to think about, uh, because it's absolutely inadequacy. That's what, oh, let me tell you a quick story. Yes. Uh, we got pregnant. We got married in July and we were pregnant by January. Yeah. So that was really fast. Yeah, we did the same thing. We were married in October and pregnant in March. There you go. Yep. And it was a little shock for me. 
I was 23. Well, you were young. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really young. I was 23. And literally I was like, wait, I can't even, we couldn't even take care of a dog. <laughs> Like, you know, people like get practiced. Yeah. We're like, oh no, a human. Should we get a dog in practice before we have a baby? Sounds like a great idea. Yeah. And, but I remember, um, just because of my own past and my own story, just feeling this inadequacy of like, I'm going to mess this child up. It was very, I know the feeling. Yes. And, um, here's the kicker, like just the, I guess the moral of the story is that is the point is that you are inadequate. You are not enough. And that's why we need Christ. Amen. Um, that's, that's the need. That's where we lean in. And I think I wish looking back, God worked me through that. Absolutely. And uh, I learned, but looking back, as I talk to young moms now, I'm like, lean into that inadequacy. Right. That's so true. I need to hear that, man. (laughs) Yeah. Like it's okay to not I'm going to just steal this. Sorry, Matt Chandler, but it's okay to not be okay. Yeah. (laughs) You know, and like, I think we're all just trying to, especially the social media age and all of this to look a certain way. And so it's, it's the point. Right. And I, and I think that's where the enemy can really take us down is in that moment where actually it's where to lean us into the gospel, into what Jesus came for Yes, that we can, in our thinking shift into this shame. Okay. You know, and yeah. so I, that's what I learned at the beginning, you know, that I really struggled with. And the verse is my verse. Uh, and it's in one you'll know, Proverbs 3, 5 through 6, is trust in the Lord with all of your heart. Yeah. Lean not yes. on your own understanding and all your ways acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. And the big kicker is lean not into your own understanding. That is such an active thing. It it's is. like not, it's like something that you have to actively fight against. Absolutely. And it's that, you know, that I was just the other day talking to a bunch of kids, I was speaking at an event and I was like this tomorrow, your job is to wake up and choose Jesus. Like actively, actively. Right. That's it. Because our, we're not going to fall into that. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be, I mean, I think a different practice can make it easier and like more of a natural thing, but yeah. truly it's not natural Yep, because we sin as y'all. Exactly. Yeah. And it, so for me, it was just a, a something I, I, I say a lot to myself is just zero self-reliance. If, if I feel like things are clicking and going right, I'm most likely. So how do you do that? Yeah. To, how do I do what? Like lean on yeah. that. Not my own understanding. Right. <laughs> I mean, a big part of it is preaching to yourself. Okay. Um, it's, what is like a question, two questions I ask myself a lot is, is, is this a lie I'm believing? Okay. Is this from God or right. is this from the enemy? Okay. Um, and it, I, you have to really sort through your thoughts. And I think a lot of times by distraction, so it is, <laughs> but I, I think, I think it even just takes five minutes to just sit down. Right. And be silent with your thoughts. And yeah. you have that. Yes, we all do. Yeah. And when, when I hear a woman, you know, in this Bible study that, I, that I'm that i in, they'll say, I just don't have enough time to read through Hosea or read through this or whatever. And I'm like, but you do. <laughs> I love that. We so need to hear it. Mm-hmm. So yes. let's think through your day. And if you actually intentionally, I, like tomorrow, I challenge you to go through and actually write down what you do every minute. Meaning like you can be like 45 minutes. I did this, blah, blah, blah. And be honest. I think you'd be shocked the margin in your life to, to lean in. 
to the Lord. That is so convicting. Mm. Woof. I kind of want to do that. I know. I'm going to make me like delete all of the social media off my phone. I think just even just putting self-discipline into yes, your life. You totally, know, I mean, totally. anyway, so let me know how that goes. Writing okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll for sure <laughs> let you know. Yeah. Um, man, that is so good. And I feel like something that I really need to practice every day. So I think incorporating that in your daily routine and just so it becomes easier to walk toward the Lord in that and not into our own sin is just so important. Yeah. Um, and making a habit, like I think consistency is the kicker, you know? Absolutely. Like creating a habit, creating a habit, being consistent Mm -hmm. is the hardest part, at least for me. Mm -hmm. Like I can be really good at something for a week. Um, but like we're called to do that every day. Yeah. Um, and that's when we're going to see the difference. Yeah. So. And can I, can I put a few warning, like, uh, warning, warning signs up for you. <laughs> One, this is what I'm observing with women, um, that I talk with every day. One information overload. Like these women are glitching. <laughs> They're literally, have you ever seen, I'm going to maybe date myself, Wreck-It Ralph. You know, Vanellope? No, I love Wreck-It Ralph. Me too. I love this. But Vanellope, like I can so relate to her. She's driving down the road and then she glitches. Oh yeah. This is what I feel like is happening with moms, with the information that's coming in. You know, back in the day, centuries ago, women went to their mom and their grandma, their neighbors, Something's going wrong and they didn't have so many people feeding in. It's too much. It is. It's, it's too, much. too much. And so definitely my advice, because what, what happens is we'll paralyze. We'll, we'll be paralyzed in that moment. So for me, what I try to do it, I do actually in my own life, but I encourage is that we would um, limit our sources, like bring them down. <laughs> Create Maybe, like a small circle. Exactly. Like, it's okay. Like, I love this podcast. You guys have great information. Like, make that one of your sources. But don't don't have 500. Have right. three to five. Right. And one of those must be the word of God, which is sufficient for all things. Totally. That's all we need. Yeah. Yep. Scriptures might not be comprehensive, but they're sufficient. So how do you feel about one of the influence of social media being too many voices in terms of like, sources of information yeah because it's one outlet with lots of voices and lots of noise oh absolutely and how do you do that with your kids yeah oh <laughs> gosh okay so one of the questions <laughs> it's a big question I know totally and I think that that's what's made it I've actually had my mom say this to me she's been like I do not envy you having a parent right now mm-hmm. like I know but you kind of that's what I was thinking when you were explaining about your age mm-hmm. I'm so curious because I feel like parenting from my mom's age, us, was totally different than now. But you kind of had a little bit of all of it. Yeah. Because I don't even know. Like, remember when we were kids, straighteners came out. You know what I'm saying? Like, what do we do with our hair before that? Right. Well, now I don't even know where mine is. My mom said she used an actual iron. Me too. I ironed it. Oh, my gosh. In the 90s, we ironed our hair. Right? Yeah. Crimped. The OG straightener. Yes. But you've had a lot of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when my it was daughter, starting... yeah. So I graduated in Oh one and I didn't have a phone until, uh, 2007 cause we were totally Gosh. broke. That's a whole nother story. But, I love it. Yeah. yeah. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. Anyway, but, um, <laughs> but 2002, my daughter was born. And so I had this world of not when my kids were little, there wasn't the phone, right? Like I didn't have to like 
battle that, you know, where I see mothers now, they're on their phone and their kids just kind of sitting there. Like, you in know, that background. battle. It's kind of, it's a battle. It's well, such yeah. a battle. It's you're... heartbreaking a little to see. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's an escape. Yeah. You've yeah. seen those commercials where they like show the, from a kid's perspective, they're like talking to the parent or not commercial, mm-hmm. meme or whatever. Again, looking at the phone and they, it's like the kid has these bubble thoughts of, and the mom's just sitting or the dad, you yeah. know? Yeah. On the phone. Yeah. yeah. It's heartbreaking. It really you, is. Yeah. So yeah, we, we were, we're part of this parenting generation that we really had to, uh, blaze the way. What is it? Like make a make trailblaze. A, yes. Trailblaze. trailblaze. Yes. Thank there you. you. Go. Trailblaze. Glitch. Oh, glitch. I'm just kidding. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. That will happen many times now. No, so. it's normal. But I, it was really hard. Cause we're like, what, no one before us was like, okay, in sixth grade, you get a this cell phone. You do, yeah. right. We were the ones that were like, do we give them a cell phone? And so this is, let me just stop right here and point us, in, and I'm going to point you to Jesus in this. Um, somebody asked me recently, my husband and I were speaking at a parenting conference, and they said, what is the thing you regret the most? Um, and it was actually at a technology parenting thing at a church, Ugh. and they wanted us to speak on it, and we we're like, Ugh. Um <laughs> And my husband was so wise. He said, I don't regret anything. Okay. We don't regret anything because in that moment, in that day, we made the best decision we knew with the wisdom supplies and the supplied and the experience supplied. You did the best you could at that moment. And to go back to that day and be like, oh, I wish I wouldn't have given my kid the cell phone app so my kids didn't get cell phones till seventh grade okay and we didn't get we only gave him an ipod like, that's yeah, yeah, yeah 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 and this well, is a jitterbug cr- <laughs> yes <laughs> when the weather called yes <laughs> and the sad thing is is we felt pressure from not only other parents but from teachers Ooh. they would be like my kids would come home and be like we had to have it to look up something or whatever mm. and i'm like ooh, that makes me mad because mm. Now my kid feels like he has to have it. So then they got Wi-Fi for the building, and then everybody could put their iPods on the I- Wi-Fi. Oh. Wi-Fi? Wi-Fi. <laughs> Wi-Fi. On the Wi-Fi. Yeah. <laughs> and it was frustrating, yeah. you know? So anyway, so I just want to encourage you in that today, mm-hmm. his grace is sufficient. You make the decision through prayer and through the guidance of the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. godly counsel, and you discern. I love that. And then you... You, you follow Jesus and that that's it. And I think we have such a pressure to, um, like figure it out and I got to make the best decision. And if I don't, oh my gosh, my kids are going to turn into murderers. Yeah. But I have a question. Yeah. When you do something that's unpopular like Mm -hmm. that as a parent, I'm sure you've walked these steps. Yeah. How do you navigate that with your children and parenting or explaining to them? Because I feel like that's going to be the big yeah. question mark. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I, I, I'm all know. about like, whatever, I believe in this, but mm-hmm. now how do I explain to my child who has so-and-so yep. getting different? All their sinner friends telling right. them that we Oh suck. man. I wish my kids were sitting here right now because I know what they'd say. <laughs> my husband and I said all the time, I don't care what everyone else is okay. doing. This is what we've chosen to do in our family. Yeah. Um, that's, that's that. I got it down with soda, but I'm like, come on, like <laughs> phones know. and <laughs> dry, you know, a whole <laughs> another mountain to climb. Partying. Yeah. You just yeah. like, Ooh. and I know when I was, I was a kid, I was definitely a kid of like, why, why? That's and my, my mom got so annoyed. That's Finley. Yeah. 
And so I know every kid does that, but I'm a teenager doing that. He's yeah. just like, turn the light off when you leave the room. I'm like, why? I'm coming back in oh, 10 minutes. Oh, I get it. Oh, yeah, you're that like, kind I'm, of kid. One of those. <laughs> and, I, and I truly think it was God getting me ready for my own children. Because <laughs> even later on, my kids would be, they would want to know why. And we we definitely parented our kids at, in a way that we made them, I don't know the best way to say this, like we made them jump. Like, okay. we're going to talk to you. We're going to challenge you above your age. Got it. Do you know what I mean? Like, you didn't not, baby them. No. Yeah, I love that. Um, and so it's great because my kids can really talk to adults. It's adults enjoy them. Which is a small miracle today. Yes, Truly. totally. I Truly. like kids. If you just like stay a course, you could be the president of the United States. <laughs> and please do. They actually get up on time and show up at work. Wow. wow. It's a concept. And work hard. Yeah. Um, Shocking. Anyway, so just, I think, I hope that answered your question. It did. Okay. Just hold the, hold the line and know that you're, Jesus is holding it for you. Yeah. Like, and always point it back to him. You remember when you were a kid and your mom's like, blame me if you want to leave a party. Yeah. I'm not saying blame Jesus, but definitely point him towards <laughs> Jesus. But a little bit. Yes. He carries our burden. Yeah. I love so that. cast that on to him and tell your kids, Hey, this is why. And show them scripture. <laughs> yeah. 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 Trust that. Okay. But how do you do that with a six-year-old or a four-year-old like Lennon, you know yeah hadley that age That's how do you developmentally same thing okay like i, I mean in those times we memorized scripture together mm-hmm. i pointed him to things that was age appropriate you know like yeah. um but i also i remember let me think what year was this that we told them about 9-11 and then also the shooting at someone at elementary school right. and um, a lot of our friends were avoiding that and we, we made the decision to sit down and age appropriately tell them this yeah. and the evil in the world and the need for a savior. I love and, that. Uh, knowing, just asking the Lord to give you the words for that. Wow. Um, that gives me goosebumps. Yeah. yeah. Like I had a lot of, we, they had a lot of divorce around them and a lot of people avoided that and they just had two dads or they had whatever. And I was like, no, we're going to talk about this. Wow. So my kids knew about divorce. They knew about brokenness in the world. And, but that, but always pointing them back to, but God, yeah, but God, he came and the victory is won. Wow. And so pointing, always pointing him back, pointing them back to victory. Yeah. So you can't even as a little in a bubble. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. It's hard. Even well, as it's either going to be you or somebody else. Totally. So, and they're not going to give them the correct story. Right. Stories matter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and our story is the best story. Yeah. The Amen. source of that story. Yep. Okay. The end. I'm, I'm gonna, just kidding. <laughs> I, I'm going to kind of pivot Keep a little going. bit. Keep I'm going to, I'm going to pivot. Um, so I feel like self-care is a big thing right now. Um, what does that look like? How do we have enough to pour out for our children in a way that honors the Lord? Um, so I do, I hear this all the time, self-care, um, and the, that mothering is some, you know, life sentence right. or it, and that makes me so sad because it's, that is the opposite of what God says. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that it is a blessing to yeah. have a child totally. and to get to steward this human well. Like, what a gift. And it's only for a season. And I will tell you, as knowing I have an 18 year old and a 20 year old, and it went so fast. I I can't even tell you. I, I, I don't even know where time went. Yeah. And I did not age. It's really it's weird. It's so weird how that happened. I know. But they. 
it's so quick and you hear people say that all the time, but if you can just keep that at the forefront of your mind, that it goes so quick now, but there is an importance (laughs) to keeping yourself sane too. Right. Um, where I start with women a lot is their relationship with God. Um, where are they there? Because if you are deficient in that area, um, everything else is out of whack. Right. There's chaos. Right. Complete chaos. So even just a five minute time with the Lord to focus. Yeah. To just truly. unwind your brain. And th- I mean, that would be amazing, you know, with the right. word and yes. with prayer. That would, I would say that's prioritizing number one. Do you think morning time probably just to kind of like set your focus for the day? Yeah, possible, possibly. Possible. Yeah. I was a night person because uh, my kids, I just never knew when they would cry. So I had yeah. some anxiety. Yes. In the that's morning. True. That's yeah. true. My coffee, I literally, I know we all did this, like reheated it a million times. Right. Um, so annoying. <laughs> These wonderful <laughs> yetis though now is awesome. I but I, um, I, I'll say this, prioritizing that is, is good, but there is a level of when you're to be God honoring in the way that you care for yourself, it is okay to get a time of refreshment. Yes. Um, but knowing what refreshment actually is like you, so many, um, people they're like, I'm tired. I just want to relax. And they turn their brains off. They go to social media, uh, they go to, to Netflix, they yeah. go to whatever. And that will never renew your mind so like real housewives mm-hmm. won't renew my mind no are you sure no i'm positive <laughs> i am are positive. there studies because <laughs> i feel pretty refreshed <laughs> no i don't that's a lie it, it, you know i mean it's i think that we in we just get go deeper into the chaos yeah we go deeper into the darkness yeah but there is a refreshment for the soul scripture speaks to you know, do not be conformed to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you may be able to discern the will of God, which is good, acceptable, and perfect. Yep. Seems like there is a command there. Yeah. Seems pretty (laughs) cut and dry. Pretty cut and dry. Yeah. But we ignore that. And we think that there's another place that will renew our mind, another place that will be caring for our soul. But the best thing that we can do for our kids, and I speak from experience, is for me to follow Jesus. And as Paul says, he says, imitate me as I imitate Christ. Amen. They'll, they'll follow you. Yeah. They will. Are you sure? Yep. (laughs) And you know it. You can't go to the bathroom. Anything. Nothing. They will follow you. And what are you doing? Right. Right. So self-care, I would say that's something that you, that it's honestly something you need to bring before the Lord. What is refreshing to you? Try some things. Yeah. You know? Right. So, okay. So I'll, I'm going to ask, is it wrong to like want to go out with your friends and like, I don't want to say get away from your kids, but like a little bit get away from your kids? No. Okay. I don't think it's bad. I think it's balance. Um, I think it's motive. Okay. Um, and what are you thinking? Are you thinking rightly about your kids and about your title and about your role in their lives. I mean, if it is this thing of, I I hear, I hear moms say all the time, they're like, thank God they're going back to school. You know, I'm like, okay, I can get a little bit of that, but like, that's probably revealing some heart. Yeah. It's some heart stuff. Yeah. What's going on there. 
So it's okay. Like I get my nails done. There's things that I do. And as the kids get older, just remember this, you will have more time on your hands than you want to. Okay. It gets, Oh, that kind of makes me sad. Yeah. It's, it's where you're like, like, I will just be around and hope that my son will start talking. <laughs> like yeah. you just know, you don't know when they will. Mm-hmm. And it tends to be really late at night or at a moment where you have something else going on, yeah. but you Have drop to everything listen. to yeah. be, I would say, somebody asked me, would you, I have to work because I have to, you know, help pay the bills. Would you suggest I work during elementary or during high school? And the crazy thing is, is I would probably, if I had to pick one or the other, I would not work during high school. Wow. Because of all the influences, the moments when they need to talk and me being present and me being there. And then also there is so much more time on my hands for me to be on my knees praying for my kids, which is the best thing I can do for them in this Mm -hmm. time of their life. Yeah. So I want to have time to pray. So how do you deal or how, what is your approach, um, as a Christian in terms of like, like personally something I share with, not necessarily going to the spa or anything like that, but I feel like I am, or I'm, I've convinced myself that I am a much better mom, wife, parent, whatever, uh, friend, if I have a clean house and I will use my free time to pick up because it makes me anxious. And when I have an anxious house, I feel like I have anxious mind and it's not healthy probably. Mm. You know what I mean? And then I don't, it can pour out or over into my husband or my children. And I feel like that's not something, not that it's wrong, but like, that's not something I need to take anxiety medicine for. That's something I need to just like learn to wrestle with better. You know what I mean? But I feel like a lot of, I have a lot of friends that have that same sentiment and it's like, are, am I prioritizing picking up over to declutter my mind and my heart over time with Jesus? You know what I mean? And then being okay with the, stuff in the kitchen. Well, I feel like yeah. our truly like our to-do list is never ending. Yeah. Like truly. Yeah. Like what can yeah. roll off to the next day? Yeah. Um, so I can so relate to that. I okay. have a super clean house. Um, you and, do. And, yes, I really do. <laughs> it's always like, immaculate. And yeah. I, I like nothing on the counters. My husband and I, we have a coffee pot. Yeah. Like in that's what else do you need though? I might have like one flower thing or something. I don't know, but like we're, we're so either way minimal. Yes. And I had to, I had to battle that too. Like, am I cleaning more than I'm on the floor with, yes, with my kids? Um, and I'll say this, you know, where I really felt some victory in this area is when, and this is like, mm, maybe they were four and six or seven and nine, somewhere around there, you know, where like the Legos are everywhere. Everything is everywhere. Everything. And Mike, we loved Legos. Legos. My kids are back to Legos, which is so fun. It. My so adult funny. kids are like, let's play Legos all through COVID. It was awesome. Quarantine. Sorry. I hate to mention that, but, um, <laughs> Good. but kidding. yeah, but we, what, where I found some victory was, um, creating some structure to my cleaning. And so I would leave it a mess. And I knew in my mind that this is the block of time that my house was a mess. And I know this sounds bananas that I had to even do this, but no, I get it. I like already feel like I relate. Yeah. So like, say, I'm just going to pick a time, mm-hmm. say one to three. I knew my kids napped at 10 and two typically or whatever, yeah. whatever it was. And I would, I guess they were seven and nine though. So that's different. They weren't napping, but you get what I'm saying. Right. Right. I would just know 
that this is the time that I have allotted <laughs> for things everywhere. Yeah. And then we did this thing where I would set a timer and we would all clean up together. And it was this thing. Okay. And I was able to get some freedom from like, this is the messy time. Mm-hmm. And at night, like I've actually learned this in now that I'm, uh, you know, older in my old age, like old age. this is, yeah, there if I clean it up now, I have to clean it up three times again. So why not just do it once? At the end. Of the, yeah. At yeah, the end. That's what we do. End yeah. of the day. Yeah. Smart. It, and I think you just truly, I mean, I hope this helps, but like create, cause you're already, I know why you're doing it. I did the same thing. It would be anxiety. Like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, when I see my daughter, she's, my daughter's messy. My son's not as much. And I go into her room and I'm like chaos. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm like does, does your, is your mind chaos? Like, I know. honey. Come on. And she, it does not bug her that way. Yeah. Like for me, I just cleaned it now that she left for college. It's pretty funny. It's like so clean, her room. <laughs> and you kind of miss the mess. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So no, knowing and putting structure because you're, you're, you're craving structure. Yes. Yeah. So structure your clean times. Clean time. I love that. I just wish it didn't take, yep. have so much space. I also wish Play Doh didn't exist worst here could be a convicting question but have you prayed about it yes okay but, good but probably not i've probably spent more time worrying being anxious about it than i have mm-hmm. in prayer about it you yeah, know yeah but so in those moments use that as i heard a, my, one of my mentors said to me i loved it with finding out about things going on with your kids like say something bad like i don't know find out they went to a party and they're all in jail. I don't know. I'm not kids. That did not happen with my kids, but <laughs> Disclaimer. She, goes, she said, here's the thing. You can let that totally wreck you or you can praise the Lord that you know about it. So you can pray. Yeah. Wow. The awareness. That, what a perspective yeah, shift. Wow. I, that has stuck with me so many times. So in this case, this would be my challenge to you. Every time it comes to your mind, praise the Lord that he brought it to mind, that that came to mind and that you get to pray about. Yeah. I'm going to need you to text me that. Yep. Yeah. Do you see the shift? Yeah. No, I, I, it's like a gratitude. Shift. It is. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Yeah. And it, and it's only the Holy spirit can prompt that. Yeah. I, I mean, there isn't positivity that happens. I, like, you know, this world, like it just be positive. Well, I sure tried that and it doesn't work. It's <laughs> right. fake. Right. Yeah. But truly like asking the Lord that every single time that comes to mind that I would praise. I think I that, that like when I am feeling, I'm feeling bad about not being in the word enough. I'm like, I know my heart and my heart is wicked and that is not from me. Like that is from the spirit, like knowing, bringing to mind every day. I'm like, Oh, I need to read the Bible more. I'm like, praise God for that. Like praise God that the spirit is bringing that to me. Yeah. Like not to dwell in the fact that I'm maybe not in the word as much as I want. I love that perspective. Yeah. But praising the Lord that like, I know the spirit is working in me. Yeah. That you even care is a, I know that's not from me. Totally. Yeah. If you desire it, like praise the Lord that you do. Right. I love because that. we sure didn't when we were dead Amen. in our transgressions. Yeah. hundred percent. Totally. hundred percent. Um, okay, man. It's just like, I, I know. Just, I feel like I need to be taking notes. I have so Good many thing questions. We'll have it on <laughs> record. I, I have notes right here. Right. Like okay. Perfect. <laughs> um, so I think we know the answer to this, but how important is it for especially young moms to be in community? Like obviously the answer is important. But do you have any thoughts on that? I'm sure you do. I do. Because you're Becky Stamps. Yeah. So I do. <laughs> so when we lived in D.C., um, we were the we were 24. And actually, okay, no, we lived there when we were 25, 26 when we moved there. And Reese was born during that time. And we were the only 
anyone I felt like anywhere having kids that age yeah. <laughs> like, in our small group from church, everybody was either in their master's program, their PhD program. They're like infectious disease doctor. I mean, they were important people. And I'm like, what do I do? But <laughs> I just had two children, you know, nursing all the time. But mm, I, yeah, I will tell you one thing that was glorious for me was that I was the only one in my stage in the group that, that was in that stage. And so I'm tired. I have been completely, you know, drained the whole day, but then these people would come over to our apartment. I'd put the kids down and they're all in a totally different phase of life. And it was refreshing for me. And so I, I hear all the time, actually, um, we were talking about earlier with Rebecca, she was, she's part of a group where everyone is in the same stage. So everyone's exhausted. Exactly. Yeah. And nobody wants to hold your baby during small group because they're just hoping there's a sleeping right now. You know what I mean? And what is, what I would encourage if you can do it, of course, it's time to be with young moms is great at a park. You know, you need those moments. Um, but to do intergenerational community as much as you can invite a couple over like old people like me and Greg, where we, my husband and I would not consider you old people. Exactly. You know, but, but where we're in a totally different stage, I'm not tired. Like I can handle, it's like grandparents, you know, they're Mm -hmm. like, we can handle this little part and then we got to go to bed, (laughs) (laughs) you know, know, but I, it's a, that's part of my husband and I's ministry is that we would be able to be there for those that we remember we didn't have, wow. um, living in DC by ourselves. I did have my brother and sister-in-law and that was amazing brother in law and sister-in-law. We lived all there together. So that was amazing to have each other, but just in a seasoned where community is absolutely important, but in the season that you're in, I would say continue on in biblical community, sharing your struggles, mm-hmm. holding each other accountable mm-hmm. to count this as a blessing and a day by day grace is sufficient moment. Yeah. But invite intergenerational into your the fight for the faith, the fight in your parenting. I love that. Would be my advice there. And I feel like that's something, especially young moms don't do well I don't do well it's like I feel like our default is to just hang out with other moms because they get it they have kids we have the bag full of all the things we have we all have nap time that we have to get back for so it's really easy just to hang out with other moms of young kids because it's just easy yep but I think you're so correct in that I feel like the pouring out is so good on both ends. It is. Mm-hmm. But, and, and I'd say all of it, <laughs> you know, yeah. I wouldn't say, Oh no, I don't need to hang out with anybody. In oh the no, same of stage. course. Right. But having some balance there with, but I, I will say this because my husband and I, when we were talking about this question, as I was thinking through it is not every, I'm not, Say you might not have a bunch of couples in your life like Greg and I that actually want to hang out with young couples we'll and their kids. <sighs> exactly. You know, so like with with Rebecca, she just moved literally a block from me. And that's amazing. Right. So now she's nearby and I can just walk over and still Rebecca her child. is um a young mom. TCU. Right. Yeah. yeah. The, she was how in our, we, yeah, how we know met each other. And she has um an eighteen month old. Yeah. Yeah. Um and like as much as yeah, as much as possible just asking the Lord provide that kind of couple or, or a group or like, I love uh, the Bible study that I'm a part of. We do intergenerational groups. Love it. And I love that. I love the old people and the young. Yeah. Yeah, That's what it is. Yeah. It's yeah. BSF is like a, 
Bible study fellowship. Yeah. Yeah. But I loved being in a group with um, women with a lot more experience than me, people in my same age. Like, it's truly like the sweetest. It really rattles you out of like, okay, wait. My, it's not so important. It's not so, it seems overwhelming. And then when you talk to another mom, you're like, I know. And then you have a scrump fest. I was just about to say, it's kind of like a pity part because you Mm -hmm. all are just like, oh, I'm tired. I'm Mm -hmm. whatever. But then there's, you know, just like right now listening to shed light on how there's times where that will change. Yep. But everybody also has their own things. Yeah. Like there's always something regardless of what life stage you're in. And I think it's important to recognize that. Yeah. Yeah. And to sit in that with people that aren't necessarily experiencing the same um, struggles that you are. Yeah. 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 Love it. Oh, so good. I know. Um, Okay. So if you could go back and tell little mom Becky, Mm -hmm. mama Becky of littles, anything, if you could go back and not, not, I'm not saying that you regretted anything, but Mm -hmm. if you could go back now and tell yourself something as a young mom, what would you tell yourself? Enjoy yourself. I'm going to list off here. Enjoy yourself. Practice gratitude. Mm -hmm. Like laying down. That's something I do right now at night. Just thanking God for three things that happened that day. I mean, even just the simplicity of that, like any mom can do that. Yeah. Right. But it's shifting my perspective instead of constantly just bringing requests to the Lord, instead, just praising the Lord. Yeah. And and perspective shift there. I wish I would have done that more. I love that. Um, Also, don't wish my days away. Um, so I was like a, a baby wise mom <laughs> living for 7 PM. Exactly. You know, like I, they had their nap times. My kids napped forever. It was a non-negotiable. I don't want to talk about that with you. Mm-hmm. I know. I'm sorry. I'm like, <laughs> I don't care if you're laying in there, you're laying in there. You yeah. don't have to fall asleep. Um, but I could wish my days away. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this is the one that literally could make me cry. My son is a cuddler and my daughter wasn't as much, but My son is a cuddler and he always wanted me to lay with him at night. And I mean, for a very long time. And I don't remember when the last day was, but there was one. And I don't get to lay with him anymore. He's 18 Mm -hmm. years old. Yeah. My pediatrician told me that very thing. And that's why I I lay with my girls. That makes me want to cry. I know. I don't remember it, you guys. I don't remember that last time that he invited me to lay down, to sing over him. I mean, this was like, I think... Oh, ways like 11, 12. Yeah. And, and I, I, I wish I definitely laid with them. Mm-hmm. Like, and I would go in and lay with my daughter too, but I wish I would have laid a minute longer. Yep. Yeah. I wish it like the shows. And here's another thing, but my kids were little, you couldn't record your shows unless you had a VCR tape. <laughs> I'm like, so <laughs> early 2000s. Thanks for that. Yeah. I didn't have money for TiVo. So <laughs> Like TiVo. Exactly. I did. We didn't have any of that. That's but, awesome. But just it's, it's, it will end and there this will be a last. shall pass. Yeah. Yeah. So when you want to get up and go do something and clean something up or go do whatever, give it one more minute. That's what I would have told Becky. I'm trying to tell myself that like, as I'm nursing my huge toddler, mm-hmm. 18 month old who like still wants to nurse and yeah. I'm not, there's part of I'm like, I'm just so ready to like be done and weaner. But then when I really think about it, I'm like, Oh man, like there's going to be a last time. And I don't know when that's going to be. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You know? And so living it as if it were, you know, yeah. don't worry about tomorrow. Cliche, but true. Yeah. So tomorrow true. Has I have a question to piggyback off that. Yeah. And I'm not, I don't mean to like make this about me, but I feel like these are conversations that I have with my friends often, mm-hmm. um, or hot topics, I guess. So one of the things that I really struggle with as a mom 
And I think part of it's because I spent a lot of time by myself with Matt's first job when I first had Finley and he was gone all the time. Um, balancing, prioritizing quality time for the two of us and children because like, for instance, we just went to California and I took Josie. I mean, I just wasn't ready to leave her. And every single person that I saw on the trip asked me, I cannot believe you did that. Like you're so brave. And in my mind, I'm thinking the opposite. It would have been a more brave to leave her. You know Mm. what I mean? And I tell Matt, like, I had, we had a long conversation. She was asleep in the stroller and we were just talking. And I was like, I feel like I want to spend time with him, but I consider while she's sleeping, that is quality time. And I feel like our cup, or maybe this is just me, maybe I'm crazy, Mm -hmm. but I'm like, there will be a time where we can go on vacation with just the two of us. There will be a season of life where our children don't need us in the same way. Yeah. But I, it's hard to find that balance, but like, Mm -hmm. I don't really have a desire to like go out and do a bunch of stuff and leave my kids with babysitters. Like I want to take them with us. I want to make memories be, have that quality time. Mm -hmm. Um, and I consider like after they go to bed time or, you know, every now and then we'll go eat, but do you know what I'm saying? So how do you, now that you've gotten through the beginning stage and you know, you've been married 22 years and now you have kids that, or you can go on trips or leave them or whatnot. How do you, navigate that as a Christian and like prioritizing marriage so that, you know, the triangle, like keep God at the top in your marriage and then you're better for your children. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Um, I think remembering you're in a season. Yeah. Um, th- I was exactly where you are. Mm-hmm. Um, we, you know, I nursed, she wouldn't take a bottle. So mm-hmm. my girl and my son went with us everywhere or I came back at three hour intervals Yeah, <laughs> when they were little and right. that was okay with us because we knew it was a seasoned. Mm-hmm. Um, what I've encouraged is we've done marriage marriage counseling or whatever, like knowing you're seasoned and then knowing that God will maximize that time. Wow. And so even like one thing that we practice and this, I don't know, it just came to mind. So, you know, hopefully it's something beneficial. My husband and I had a uh, couch time where we would sit together on the couch and we would try to have uninterrupted. <laughs> that did not happen. Right. But it was a time where the kids knew this was mom and dad's time. So they were awake. They were awake. Okay. They were, they were playing, they were doing whatever. Okay. And it, but it would be a moment where we were practicing self-control with them, mm-hmm. but we were also practicing face to face with one another. And it was that. a training time for our kids, but it was nurturing for our relationship. Yeah. Does that make sense? Really yes. Good. Yeah. And we did it while they were awake because at night we You're could so get tired. those minutes yeah. Yeah, and we could get those minutes or whatever. Yeah. And being a challenge, seriously, not to just turn on a show. We have to be careful about that even now. Yeah. Um, cause you just both want to just veg out and stare at a wall, mm-hmm. you know, but, um, it was, it, why we did it while they were awake is because we were training. You're I you're training. That. You're always training in something, and it's good for them yeah. to see you exactly. This is mom and dad invest in one another. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I think knowing the seasoned and knowing that it's okay, like you are right now, at the most demanding physically time of your life, uh, presence wise, even you mm-hmm, know, mm-hmm. than you'll ever be with your kids. Yeah. So don't wish it away. So you feel like it's okay to yeah, feel that way. I yeah, do. I do. Okay. I didn't let, I didn't leave my kids. Well, there was one, one time Abby, I left him with Greg, but yeah, but <laughs> that's okay. Yeah. Our first trip away <laughs> from just, our kids, they, the we went for our 20th, no, our 10th anniversary. We went to Europe. It was amazing. Oh, wow. So that makes my kids, I think seven and nine or something yeah. like that. 
Um, it was the first time we left them and we were like, see ya. You know, I mean like left them for an extended amount of no, time. Totally. We were gone two weeks. Right, right, right. Or 10, wow. days, or 10 days or something. But, um, it, it's it seasons now. Yeah. We, we take them on many, many trips. They've been to yeah, you've numerous, been on some awesome trips. Yeah. 20 some countries. So Amazing. we're, we're big about that, but they also know this is an important time yeah. for mom and dad. Yeah. to get away. And I think that you'll get to that season. So your recommendation is to still be very, cause I'm very protective over family time, yeah. especially I think I asked you that yeah. earlier, Finley going into kinder. I feel like I never see her. Yep. Um, but to still carve out that time in front of them, mm-hmm. I guess like on the yeah. weekend when it's you're good. not at work. Yeah. 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 Or in the car, letting them hear you have a conversation about yeah. and, and invite them into, what do you think about that? I love that. Even at young, young age. And they'll answer some really funny things. But it, yeah, it's like stuff you kind of want to record. Oh, yeah. Or so my daughter would answer. say something super wise. Yeah, like, we're like, like oh. okay, you four-year-old. One time, we brought her into <laughs> the living room, and we're like, we're going to have a family meeting, because we did that a lot. Yeah. And Abby sits on the couch, and, and we have read it. We, we had read a new book, Aww. you know, a parenting book. <laughs> she gave a not great look, by the way. Exactly. And I sit down, and Greg is starting to present it, and Abby goes, um, she like, I think she like raised her hand. It was hilarious. And she's like, is this a new parenting method that you're going to practice? And she's like four. <laughs> and Greg and I are like, no, um, backtracking. <laughs> she was so perceptive. Oh my wow. So just so funny. We were like, no, we're not. What do you mean? No, but we, what we, what we invited them in, invite them in. Yeah. to your life, to I your finances. We taught them Dave Ramsey very early on. My kids started that. paying for their own things when they were nine. We gave them a budget. They had a, so that's a whole nother story. Yeah. I um, love it. But invite them in to your world. I love that. I think, I feel like we need to have you back for like a Dave Ramsey. Like, oh, talk. Oh, we love I know you finance do. Talk. I know Didn't you we do. sit you yeah. and your friend down? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. In your early twenties. Yeah. Ooh, budget. we love, we love it. Can I put you on the spot? Oh, I love that. How did you talk to your kids about sex? Oh. <laughs> As a uh, Christian. Uh, so when they were 10 years old, we did Passport to Purity. Okay. It's a, it's funny. It's a CD set. I'm sure they now have it on an app and all That's of that. Hilarious. I took Abby. We went to Dallas and we did a two day little, well, a one night, two day. I remember when you did that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You were, Abby used to come to Bible study. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. For years. Right. She loved y'all. She says hi, by the way. Hey, Abby. Um, <laughs> we, we, I, I took her and Greg took Reese. We have so many funny stories about this, but it was extremely awkward, but I, we did it at 10 and I think people need to do it earlier now. Well, so did they ask first or y'all wait, you, we, we okay. led in that. Okay. Yeah. Um, when it came up, gosh, we, earlier than 10. I know Ugh. it's earlier than 10 now, I would say I'm not a, you know, a, you know, a, a sexologist exactly <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> whatever those people are but i have heard yeah that it's a I little would, bit earlier mm-hmm. yeah. you want them to hear it from you and oh, hear yeah. it in a redemptive way and in a fruitful way and wow. all those ways instead of hearing it in derogatory mm-hmm. terror you know mm-hmm. um that sex is a gift from god that mm-hmm. it's beautiful that it's between a man and a woman yeah for you know all those things um and that's another podcast too a whole other, we have like seven exactly. podcasts going <laughs> but anyway i i love that because it covers all the way and sorry but i mean it covers from you know the birds and the bees all that haha all the way to masturbation and porn okay wow that's and good though it, it is oh my gosh it. that's another topic too you need it to come is back for. Yeah. so all of the so so for the weekend i went all the way through 
to, um, I did not cover until 13, by the way, that was what we made a choice to do masturbation and porn with my daughter, my son, we did it at 10. So that was just a discernment we did on our part. I don't regret one way or the other. Um, I think you just need to discern with your husband. When is the time to cover those things? My kids did not have social media. They didn't have any of that world. No Reddit, no people telling them and, you know, b- power of suggestion, none of that thing. They Sexting. Had it at, exactly. <laughs> and they had it at school. My daughter said that people talked about things all the time, but it kind of went over their head a little bit. Mm-hmm. It was different. Yeah. But it's pictures different is different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So you did that. What was it called? Passport to Passport. Purity. And would you recommend that now? I would. Okay. okay. I would. We still have people borrow our CD set in our book all the time. CD set. I don't even is know that, where I would put that in. Me either. <laughs> So how do you handle that today with 18-year-old and 20-year-old? How do you foster an environment to where you create this safe space where they know they can come and talk to you about these uncomfortable Mm. topics? Because looking back, I feel like that's, I admire my mom so much listening to you talk because as a child, she was older. I had an older mom. Mm -hmm. And so she wasn't really like trying to keep up. You know what I mean? Felt a little more seasoned. And she just made it to where my sister and I, even if it was something we did wrong, there would be consequences and, you know, discernment for that. But like we could come talk to her about it and Mm -hmm. we felt safe and we did, we talked about all that stuff. So how do you, yeah, I would say it depends on the personality of your kids. So I have two totally different kids, which I love them both equally. Um, I've got one that my son, he won't talk at first, but then he'll tell you everything. That's mad. And it's amazing, but you got to be around for when he opens his mouth. It's beautiful. (laughs) Then I, my daughter is more introverted. Okay. Um, although, yeah, so she it, sometimes will open up. We typically have uh, more awkward conversations. Like just recently talked to her about something in this realm and she's like, what are you doing? <laughs> so like, it's just, it's, it's awkward, but I'm like, Hey, I mean, I'm, I'm the one to hold you accountable to that. We did passport to purity together. So I just want to just see where you are. Yeah. How are you doing in those ways? And we signed this covenant together, all these things. And she's like, like I'm mom. so sweaty. She was. Um, but and, and I wouldn't say I've done this perfectly. Uh, and, I mean, no one can say they've done anything perfectly. I definitely can uh, be quick to freak out and then apologize later. Okay. <laughs> like when I would hear something, I'd be like, ah! and my, they'd be like, calm down. And I'm like, give me a minute. So yeah, I, my best friend's mom, when they had this conversation, she said that she took her in a canoe out into the middle of the lake. <laughs> so she couldn't get out. That's so you smart. can't get out. It was, Al- it was Allison. Yeah, no way. <laughs> I know. That is perfect for her. I, oh, too. I know. It's amazing. I have the funniest story right afterwards. My daughter, it's so funny. We went to ch- a Cheesecake Factory to have celebration with my Aww. husband and my daughter. Do- my son met us there. Aww. Abby's eyes have been opened, right? Yeah. She sits down, and one of our friends walks up, and it's a man, and she knows the family, and she looks at me and she goes, He has, no, he's had sex three times. Because he has three kids. Like, so she in her mind is like, wow. Oh my gosh. I know the exact amount. Exactly. (laughs) And Greg goes, yes, just three times. (laughs) But like, kids are the best. This sweet little 10 year old. She's like, it was great. That's hilarious. I love that. Yeah. Good question though. Yeah. Yeah. So they do, they come talk to you. Um, I mean, kind of like there is sometimes we have to approach it with Mm -hmm. one. One will come forward on his own. <laughs> oh, I love so, that when he's ready. And and knowing, and I'll just say this, like I said, I have not been the perfect mom. I've done the best I can. I think I you s- have been. Oh, I say <laughs> my daughter and my son might be like, Meh. but I say, sorry, 
often like it's say sorry more than you speak <laughs> like or or pray more than you speak say sorry often it would yeah. be my yeah so um, powerful I remember one night I'd come home and I, I would come into their room tuck them in and I'd say sorry and uh you know typically all the time for the day or whatever and something I did and one night I go into my daughter goes you're gonna say sorry again I'm like Aww. yes I am oh you know and yeah. so just letting them know that you know that you're not perfect and that's why we need Jesus yes 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 yeah so yeah I love that it's powerful yeah and 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 it is hard you'll you'll typically have a kid that you can calm down and relate to more than the other and knowing how to this is we just had a situation the other day where my husband can calm my daughter down and I can typically calm my son down it's just how it rolls yeah Yeah. and I he he did his beautiful Houdini work he's amazing uh, with my daughter right before she left for college and I'm like, I look at him and we had just prayed over her and I look at him and I'm like, I am so glad that we did not divorce. <laughs> like, I'm and like, yeah. what would we do in like, this moment? What would this, I would have escalated the situation. I would have not under her understood her, you know, as I wanted to. Yeah. And she needed him mm-hmm. in that moment. It's yeah. amazing. And we were both there. You know, well, I texted him and he came home quickly, but like, <laughs> cause I was like, I'm like, I'm making it worse. Come home. And, uh, but he, he just, he's able to understand her in a way and he helps me understand her better wow. and I help him understand him better. So had we been broken and fractured, I'm just so thankful that God, I praised actually this morning, my, one of my gratitude to the Lord, my praise to him was that God, thank you that you've held our marriage together Wow! because we've had many years. It's not been easy. Right. Yeah. We, there's been so many, there's a story after story of just like, it could have broke. That's another topic. I could have run. I could have run. We're going to make you a list. I could be, I could be a, a, you're going to be on repeat. That'd be awesome. I love it. Becky Stamps, episode 40. I love that so much. It was a true partnership in your parenting, spiritual journey. And I was just so thankful for it. So thankful he was there. He's just so good at it. Okay. So we're going to have to wrap it up. So I'm going to wrap it up with one more question. Okay. Yeah. Um, Because I feel like we could literally just sit here all day. I know. So easy. Um, what do you think is the messiest part of parenting and how do you navigate that as a woman of the Lord? Right into, uh, that we are a bunch of sinners living in a house of sinners. Like Mm. that's the messiest part. Right. Right. Um, so I I wrote down a lot, just the selfishness and the pride that can come with that is even as a mother, I just recently, I had this lady, uh, a woman text me the other day or call me, I can't remember. And we were having a conversation and she was like, I am just, just, I'm, I'm sick of not getting thanked. Like she was just really struggling with bitterness and, and I can be there. I've been like washing the dishes for the 5,000th time. <laughs> right. Like why can't no one else take it and put it into the dishwasher? I don't get it. They want you to do it. Exactly. You do it better. And like, that's one more step. Exactly. <laughs> but like being, um, shrewd to walk in repentance in that, like in that moment, I have this little rock that sits, it, that's it a long story, but like this thing that reminds me to, um, not only thank the Lord for my kid's salvation, but also while I'm doing dishes to repent. It's worthy of your counter space. We are so confused where that ding is coming from. If anybody knows where that ding is coming from, we have no idea. We have no idea. I do not have my phone on me. It's a ghost. It's a ghost. The The Holy spirit. Oh my God. Maybe it is. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But just to walk in a repentance as a, as a parent, the messiest part is to keep so what, what does it say in Luke, um, produce fruit by keeping with repentance. Luke, mm. no, I can't remember. I'm so sorry about the address there, but <laughs> sorry. 
god but i that, that comes to mind so much can um, you translate that yes what what it means yeah oh yeah so in our repentance our heart is softened and rendered to god from okay. joel i love that we just studied that in bsf but torn like that we would be broken over our sin which then invites a spirit in to remove that sin and that tendency in our life yeah. and it produces fruit uh the fruit of the spirit then we allow the the spirit to actually do the work that's already in us to do the fruit of the spirit right yeah um and i know like for me when i'm bitter and i'm resentful that no one has thanked me for the ever you know, my kids do thank me, but you know what I mean? Those moments where you guys it are, in, yes, you're in this moment where you're like having to beg them to like, you don't feel seen. Say thank you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I don't care if you're lying. Just say thank you. Right. Um, anyway, so th- that would be that the sinful part and the messy part is dealing with your own sin. I think we can be all about like, it's my kids and their behavior and everything that's going on, but own a hundred percent, even if you only have 1%. Wow. Um, of the, of the situation, because you want to keep your place, your, your heart soft, receptive. Mm-hmm. Um, it, for, cause your kids, the whole thing is that Christian life is, let me just break it down to the simplest that it is. Follow Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Let's wow. not complicate this. That's it. It's so easy to complicate. It is. Yeah. And, and follow not. Jesus. And then kids, I just want you to come along with me in that. Mm-hmm. If, if my kids can tell you, you know, that they've seen me pursue the Lord, that they've seen me in the word, that they know, have they walked in on me in the closet in prayer? Like those kind of things. I think that matters more mm-hmm. than anything else that I could do. Right. Taking them to soccer, doing this, da, da, da. that's all great and good and all. In right. any parenting book or schedule. Exactly. Or, yeah. Any method. <laughs> None of the methods work, by the way. What so kids, you, by the book? Or if you were hoping for a method from me, sorry. It's not it. It's not going to happen. Follow, follow Jesus. Jesus. Yeah. yeah. Follow Jesus. Amen. And then wake up tomorrow and do it again, which I was telling Kate earlier, like choose Jesus tomorrow. Wake up, choose Jesus. Yeah. Just Early. follow him and just take a deep breath. And not every day is going to be perfect or look the same. It's not. Yeah. And that is the great, like, thank God. Yeah. What a creative God. Do you have a... I know you said we need to end, but do you have a little thing that you say to yourself in those moments when you're accidentally projecting that sin or, you know, that messiness of your heart? Because I heard you say earlier, it's, it's a heart problem, kind of, it you is. know, it's a heart, there's some heart going on. So what do you do in those moments when you're projecting it onto your children or the bitterness of mm-hmm. the dishes or whatnot to kind of regroup your thoughts? Yeah, like a reset. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think this brings us full circle to the very beginning mm-hmm. as a, one of my biggest struggles as a young mom was feeling inadequate, mm. feeling not enough. And that's the point. Yeah. You Ugh. are, you are not Mic enough. Mic drop. Mic yeah. drop. <laughs> it is so we, we are not worthy. We do not deserve anything. Oh, that's going to bring us full circle. Oh. Kate, you remember what I used to say to my kids when they were little and you oh, made me? I did. She was like, oh my gosh, Becky. They are like two years old. And I said, they would like run around. I deserve this. They would be entitled or whatever. And I'd be like, what do we deserve? And they'd say death. death. <laughs> oh my gosh. And Greg's like, so Please never do that in public. This is so... Wait, what was the whole thing? What do we deserve? Death. Death. What do we deserve? Nothing. Yeah. And it was like a chant. And it, that's it hilarious. Was, it was so... It was more... That would definitely catch me off guard if that's Science Museum. It is so... It is... When we think back on it, we're like, we were so... Oh my gosh. Whatever. But what we were trying to... I love it. 
to, uh, you know, in a fun, jokey way, right. you know, but it did, I think it did go into their hearts. Yeah. They, they, commercials would come on and be like, just take a cookie and you'll lose all the weight or you deserve this. And Reese goes, we deserve death. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it did go in and it's I'm in so sorry if there's, if there's any trauma kids, we'll pay for your counseling. Right. Becky will pay for it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> or just go see Becky. Um, yeah, yeah, we did the best we could. <laughs> we did the best we could with what we had. Um, man. That's awesome. That's, thank you so much. You are welcome. For thank you for your, I love to talk. I, I feel love renewed. to talk with you. you. I feel renewed. I do too. Good. I love listening to you talk. I think I could just sit and follow you around like your little puppy dog all day and just be Same. the happiest little clam. Oh, you're sweet. Um, but if you have any questions or anything, feel free to DM us at it's the baby mama podcast, right? Yeah. What is, yeah. At gmail.com. No, that's her email. And if you want to be in our Bible study that we're apparently yes. starting. Yes, we're apparently starting it. It's going to be so good. Listen, I'm I was not it. joking. I'm not joking either. I will you do it. Come to my house. Perfect. I would do it. I would do. I would, oh my gosh. I'm like. And I don't mind safe. babies crawling all around. That does not distract me. <laughs> Perfect. Um, no. Might but distract you. <laughs> it 100% distracts <laughs> me. Again, multi-generational. I feel like I'm a goldfish. Exactly. <laughs> um, so email us. It's babymamapodcast at gmail.com. DM us at babymamapodcast. No spaces, no periods, no whatever. Um, just and just soak in this goodness. And we hope this helped somebody. Okay. And we will see you guys next week. Yeah. Thanks, yeah. Becky. Oh, you are welcome. Yeah, Thanks for having me. All right. It's baby mama. Sit down, listen up. It's baby mama. Sit down, listen up. It's baby mama. If you got kids and all that drama, sit down, listen up. It's baby mama. Hey.